God, it smells like ass in here. It, <laughs> I sprayed some, uh, sprayed some incense. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. Apparently, I lit some incense, so hopefully, uh, it'll say, yeah, it'll smell better in here. It smells like cat butt and my farts. Very pleasant combination. Um, I just got a uh, text message. Ooh, let's see what this says. Passport cares about your health in light of the coronavirus. Blah blah billy boo. So what's nice to see that uh, <laughs> these uh, what do you call spam emailers, fake emailers, all that shit is still in full force. It makes me so happy. Hi everybody, how's it going? <laughs> Welcome to No Disclosure. I'm glad to be back. I'm feeling um, better every week. Feeling more in there, feeling fancier every week. I hope all of you are feeling fancy as well. I'm trying out some kind of different recording techniques uh, today. Uh, God, what is with me? I'm so like, I was like that last week too. It's really saliva-y. Get a fucking drink. Okay, uh, <laughs> I've gotten some, uh, there, there I go again. Oh my God, should I even do this shit today? So I have... <laughs> So I have some new recording gear. Uh, got a few new plugins. Got uh, I actually attended another master class on podcasting. Did some things that uh, some things I wasn't doing correctly, and then other things that um, I kind of sort of was doing right, but could have improved. Drink. Hmm. I'm able to turn the gain up higher on the microphone. So it's awesome. You could totally like hear me swallow stuff. <laughs> but yeah, just doing some different recording techniques, some different stuff like that. And uh yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it because the um the audio quality of no disclosure is just gonna it just keeps improving. It does. It just it keeps getting better and I love it. That's that's the main goal, right? Always get better. No matter what you do, um, even if it's a baby step at a time, just keep getting better. Just keep being awesome at it, you know? And that's what we're doing. We're improving all the time. And I'm really happy about that. Makes me horny. So <laughs> let's get into <laughs> I hope everybody's doing okay during all this coronavirus crap. I hope everybody's fine. Me, I'm doing great. Um, I'm actually really not forward to going back to work. So <laughs> um, I hope everybody's doing all right. Um, so we're going to do what no disclosure do. And we're going to go back on the news here. We're going to go back on the news and rock and roll and stuff. Uh, let's see what's going on here. <laughs> U.S. cracks down on ethanol-based sanitizers. Why? <laughs> What's this from? Reuters? Reuters. Reuters. U.S. cracks down on ethanol-based hand sanitizer, hitting supply as demand soars. Who gives a shit? Uh, the Trump administration has tightened restrictions on the use of ethanol and hand sanitizer, forcing suppliers of the corn-based alcohol to halt their sales at a time of soaring demand, according to sources and documents seen by Reuters. The crackdown is meant to prevent uh, customers from potentially dangerous impurities in hand sanitizer. But well, blah, 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 blah. Stupid article. So there you go. <laughs> uh, California government, did you hear about this? The California government intends to close all state bitches, uh, beaches and parks. Isn't that awesome? 
Uh, it's going to close the nude ones, too, isn't it? Actually, that might be kind of cool because now you're going to have a bunch of naked people at the public library. Oh, wait, the library's closed, too. Damn it. Maybe they could have, like, a parade or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know what's funny over here in Kentucky is uh, Martin Bashir, or Andy Bashir. Why do I keep saying Martin Bashir? Oh, my God. Andy Bashir. Andy Bashir, our governor, our gubernatorial elect. He, let me bump this volume. He um, was kicking ass through this whole thing. I mean, he was doing awesome. This guy was setting the bar for how to deal with this kind of stuff in his state. I really, I, I give him all the props in the world. Um, I, I'm going to judge him based on his coronavirus actions only. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you political junkies out there, I'm just talking about the coronavirus thing, all right? Chill. <laughs> so he, as far as the coronavirus thing, he's kicking ass. And then people happened. <laughs> people in Kentucky are protesting. Um, this coronavirus is inconveniencing us. We don't like it. So um, Andy Bashir, who... Always, based on what I've heard and what I've read, always struck me as a guy who gave so little of a shit <laughs> what people thought um, that it went to the extreme. And what a fucking time <laughs> to start listening to people at right now. <laughs> so he's starting to open stuff back up, um, starting to say public gatherings are going to start growing, all this stuff. I don't think it's time for it, man. I really don't. I think this is a mistake. It's going to spike. I'm telling you, it's going to spike. And when all of us start, because, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just itching to fucking reopen, you know. Screw all the people that this is affecting. Screw um, numbers going up and up and up every day. Andy says they're plateauing, but I really don't give a shit. If we still have new numbers, it's not fucking plateauing. <laughs> we're still getting people affected by it. Uh, screw all the people that get affected by it. Screw all those with compromised immune systems. Screw old people, right? Um, <laughs> we need to get uh, we need to get you know the local laser tag place back open, right? Uh, we need to open up uh, Athena's bookstore so we can keep having our circle jerks every Saturday. <laughs> Seriously, that's how people are freaking acting here. It's crazy. Uh, let's see what we got. This coronavirus turning people into. I, I mean, it's really reminding me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, uh, well, not reminding me. What's the word I'm looking for? 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 Uh, it's really pointing out to me um, how intelligent society is. So let's keep reading. <laughs> um, Mike Pence. Oh, Mike Pence. Virus is not man-made. Still studying the lab accident theory. Boy, have I got a theory for you. Let's continue. <laughs> uh, jobless claims hit 3.84 million, topping 30 million. What do you guys think about this? We could make this like the discussion thing, you know, this week. Uh, it, it, it sucks, this whole unemployment thing. My girlfriend, Cassie, you guys have known Cassie since episode one, right? Um, she, she can't do it. I mean, every time she goes on the unemployment thing, she crashes and she tries to get phone calls and she doesn't get phone calls. We don't have any money and it sucks and all the shit. And I can't buy stuff with my taxes. I can't. I wanted to buy stuff and now I can't because the fucking unemployment system sucks. 
and I have to spend my money responsibly. damn government well it's i can't say it's their fault i mean well it kind of is and it isn't right because their systems are crashing everything's overloaded but don't you think they could have prepared for this shit i mean they knew it was coming right it's like they they knew this stuff was gonna crash they it's kind of like they just let it fucking happen I wouldn't be surprised. This is the same government that instigated the MK Ultra program. Look that up sometime. State by state, coronavirus needs a blah, blah, blah. Whitmer wins court fight over coronavirus stay-at-home order. Mm-hmm. China expelled U.S. Navy ship from South China Sea. <laughs> um, what do we got here? Blah, 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 blah. 100,000 crew on cruise ships stranded at sea. Man, that's got to suck for them, isn't it? There's still cruise ships stranded. We just heard about the one, yeah. But, I mean, it's still going on. There's cruise ships stranded. There's people out in the middle of the ocean right now. Um, actually, that sounds really fun, actually. <laughs> I, I mean, if stranded on a, you know, people stranded on a cruise ship. Oh, man, that's got to suck. Are you, fuck, are you kidding me? That'd be awesome. <laughs> stranded on a damn cruise ship. It's like, dude, if you could pick all the places that you could be stranded on, I would choose cruise ship. You know, that'd be one of my like first picks, right? People complain too much. How a couple distance by Italy's limit stays connected? <laughs> Planet three times more massive than Jupiter found. Well, it's twelve hundred light years away. No shit. We're gonna find something that's bigger than Jupiter. You know, you haven't you haven't any idea how many freaking planets there are out there. I mean, my God, this thing is known. I've heard about this thing. I mean, I'm not even reading the article. I'm just telling you what I know about it. This thing's about 300 times more massive than Earth. It's a star system about 1,300 light years away, 1,250 maybe. It's called Kepler DD, Kepler 88D. Sorry, most massive in the star system has two other planets on it. Okay. But think about this. I mean, we have this entire cosmos, right? To look at all these planets, we've discovered so many exoplanets, especially lately. We're going to find something bigger than Jupiter, all right? Just because it's our old solar system, and human beings like to think we're hot shit. We don't own the grand poobah of large planets, hmm? We probably own the grand poobah of large people. But I'm, I'm sure we have some kind of record. In the cosmos. I'm sure that we're number one at something. I just got to put my old thinking cap on and figure it out. I don't know. Um, consider. Let's consider that in this vast universe, millions and billions of trillions, quintillions of stars, billions of exoplanets. Hold on. <laughs> that was a fart. And uh, I should probably edit that but you know this huge vast expanse we're discovering possible earth-like planets all the time right but our little tiny blue sack of shit it's got to be number one at something and all these weird ass hominid things that wear sh shirts and shorts that are way too small and color their hair all weird and make duck faces while they point their phones at their faces you know that kind of shit we got to be number one at something. I will figure it out. I'll put the thinking cap on and see what Earth is best at. Um, if there's <laughs> that was good. If there's a comment section or anything like that where you're listening to this, 
then I want you to let let's let's do that. Let's make that the discussion. Okay. Tell me what Earth would be best at. Hmm. <laughs> Is this a good time to buy stocks? No, <laughs> it's not. It's not the time to fucking invest. This is the time to, uh, you know, be wise with your money. Save it while you can. I have to. So uh, let's see. Trump to travel to Arizona made push to lift restrictions. Trump. What the fuck? Okay. I'm, I'm not going to talk about Trump today. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm kind of pissed at him at the moment. So I'm not going to say anything. And all these Republicans are going to be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. what's he pissed at Donald Trump about? He didn't do anything. Yeah. That sounds like a Republican nowadays, doesn't it? <laughs> and I'm not saying, uh, Democrats, don't look at me. Don't think I'm siding with you. You guys are batshit crazy. <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you both. Like I said, on no disclosure, we promote uh, prejudice equality when it comes to politics, all right? <laughs> That's how Tyson Foods helped create the meat crisis. <laughs> I know that article wasn't even remotely humorous, but... I just thought as I was reading that, wouldn't that be a rad name for a band? Meat Crisis. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. You should put a name at the front of it. Like, just come up with a name like Shim Sham and the Meat Crisis. You know, that <laughs> Dude, that would be cool, man. <laughs> uh, top deals at Walmart right now. <laughs> Okay, um, Trump, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> okay, stop, God, five things that could help boost your immune system, and then five that won't, I could have said something really gross right there, but I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it, Waffle House is reopening, Chick-fil-A is staying closed, I don't give a shit, Walmart customers are angry about this one social distancing rule, oh, the one-way aisles, okay, with you people <laughs> these days, man. What is your deal? Why do you guys always want to complain? Like, look for any reason to complain about shit. Okay, I know. And trust me, it is an inconvenience having one-way aisles at Walmart. It sucks. It takes twice as long to shop. And, you know, people don't ignore the damn thing anyway. You always have some senile-ass old person walking the other way. And, you know, like they're like they're like I said in the last episode, like there aren't big neon arrows on the floor. And uh, it, it, it is. It's, it's irritating. It's mildly irritating. I mean, you guys are shopping at Walmart. It, it's this is we're in the midst of a pandemic. Right. The only people working are essentials right now. What are you doing? I mean, what do you got to go? What do you got to get back home to? You can't have a date. What do you you're you're. Missing your weekly circle jerk. I mean, you can't even do that unless you guys found some other place to do it. Kentucky. <laughs> okay, let's see what else we got. Uh, no, I'm okay. It's not just Kentucky. All right, I'll give it to you. It's everywhere. Um, ah, Kentucky. So you can now stream Shakespeare plays from London. I saw this. Not this thing, but I know the the, the Royal Shakespeare Company in London. They're uh, live streaming a lot of Shakespeare performances right now, which is really cool. And uh, if you Give me another drinky poo here. If you haven't gotten into watching Shakespeare, I know a lot of you can't read it. Uh, I understand that. It is difficult to read. I, I I can understand Shakespeare just fine, but I've been reading it since I was like fucking eight. But uh, if you want to get into Shakespeare, you, oh, you got to get into Shakespeare. This dude was like, he was the Quentin Tarantino of his day. It, it, he's just, uh, the, the plays are incredible. 
try to read it if you can. Uh, absorb some damn culture, man. <laughs> Macbeth, especially. Um, check it out. Check it out. The Royal Shakespeare Company in London is live streaming a bunch of performances of uh, Shakespeare. I think for like the, I don't know how long, does it say how long it is? No, perfect. doesn't say how long it is. <laughs> but uh, see it while you can. Shakespeare was pretty edgy, dude. If you haven't watched any Shakespeare plays, you, you should you should fix that shit. Uh, culture yourself. Educate yourself. Uh, and, uh, well, yeah, what reminded me of that was uh, Patrick Stewart on his Twitter page has been uh, reading people excerpts of Shakespeare while he's in quarantine. Pretty cool. It's, it's awesome to hear Patrick Stewart reciting Shakespeare. He's got the perfect voice for it. Uh, Adam Sandler does, too. <laughs> Remember that? Remember on Billy Madison? Did, to live, to die, no more. <laughs> that was just, he did it awesome. And like, the way he overacted that, it was kind of perfect. <laughs> it's like, I imagined Shakespeare actors doing it the same way. I bet if we took Alum, Adam, Alum, Alum, I bet if we took Adam Sandler, Took him back in time to when these, um, you know, when Shakespeare was still around, when they were casting these things. Um, have Adam Sandler do it. <laughs> he would probably be hailed as some kind of genius. <laughs> and that's probably what it is. I think we just solved it. Adam Sandler's in the wrong time period. <laughs> he should have been he should have been born when they were doing Shakespeare plays. That's that's the kind of shit he's doing, right? Put him in the modern day, he makes crap movies. Put him back then, he was probably some kind of, like, you know, legendary muse or something. Um, double your Earth Month donation. Plant a billion trees. We're only, nah. -uh. There's no way we're only 18 minutes in. Wow, we're booking. Uh, NASA Observatory captures the sun doing a somersault. It better not be literally doing a somersault. Because I, if I saw that, I would poop poop would come out of my butt um let's go to the weird news stuff <clears throat> let's see bookmarks let's go down to the weird news while i'm waiting is my incense still lit okay awesome it still smells like turd in here like cat butt mixed with my farts it's horrible while we're waiting a thousand years for this article to load got a little announcement for you guys hmm I've been working on the uh, new album with the Dreamcatchers uh, here lately, <laughs> um, which is called Arsenic. It's a follow-up to our um, debut album, Vermilion. If you haven't listened to Vermilion, go check it out. But um, yeah, Arsenic is uh, is my, my my what the hell? My regular band is called my band band is called Salvage, a heavy metal band. Um, so you know, I've been in that band since like what oh two and. As much as I love playing heavy metal, um, doing heavy metal all the time um, with every project makes me want to drown myself in the Ohio River. So I have to have some other kind of outlet, you know, to uh, get my artistic expression going. I'm not all metal all the time. Matt Van Dyne certainly is. And that's cool. I'm, I'm not. So I have to get my other artistic, you know, <laughs> endeavors out there another way. Um, very, very blues rock kind of uh just standard kind of classic rock sounding stuff um you know the dream catchers is first album was very bluesy this one's more more has more kind of a rock edge to it i think you guys will like it 
Um, okay, looks like the article loaded, but since I'm doing this anyway, let me give you another quick one. My new novel, The Guardian of Dawn, will definitely be out this year. <laughs> okay, it's a really big book. I mean, it's huge. I still haven't gotten it proofread yet <laughs> because I um, have, I've had to do three passes just on my own to get the damn thing edited. I mean, this book is massive. It's the biggest one I've ever written. Um, yeah, so I guess the only update on the new novel, The Guardian of Dawn, uh, it's, it's still in the works, guys. I mean, it's, it's a big book. It's a big undertaking. And I got 700 kids and, you know, eight girlfriends to feed. So, <clears throat> you know, busy. <laughs> Cassie's going to kick my ass, dude. She's not going to like that joke at all. But um, <laughs> um, in the meantime, hold yourself over with my other books and my other albums. Go to Amazon. Look at my name, Billy Shoemate, Billy Dean Shoemate. You'll find my shit. And I'm sure you'll find something that you'll enjoy. Um, I have one more announcement, but I'll save that to the end, okay? I won't bore you with all that in one lump. So let's keep going. Kentucky Derby fans can watch turtles race instead of horses this weekend on Squee! Oh, that's, that's awesome. Losing the Kentucky Derby has left race fans shell-shocked. Ha, ha, ha. Who wrote this? Dan Gelston, well done, sir. The first Saturday in May has yielded to the likes a bunch of slowpokes. Seattle slow headlines a field of turtles. Yes, turtles that will race in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, that's awesome. Call it the slow. This is going to be the slowest eight minutes in sports. Let me tell you. The race is more of uh, turtles for their size. They actually kind of run pretty fast, depending on this. Um, what final turtle it is. The race is more methodical marathon than mad dash to the finish, though the victor can win at the line by a turtle neck rather than a nose. Okay. You're getting a little heavy on the puns now. The Derby, America's longest continuously held sports event, has been scheduled for May 2nd. <clears throat> it will now be run September 5th, kicking off Labor Day weekend. It's the first time the Derby won't be held on its traditional first, uh, traditional, um, first Saturday in May since 1945. That's crazy. The federal government suspended horse racing nationwide for most of the first half of the year before World War II ended in early May, but not in time to hold a blah, 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 blah. So um, <clears throat> long and the short of it, uh, yeah, the, the, you're going to watch the, uh, you, you'll get to watch the Kentucky, the Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby with wee turtles. That's pretty cool. Oh, I vote for that one. That one kind of looks like Donatello. Yes, they have photos. I should put that as the thumbnail, hmm? <laughs> A man wins $1 million lottery jackpot twice on the same day. Are you shitting me? What are the odds of that? A Colorado man identified only as Joe B. won two $1 million. You know what? I don't even want to read this. I don't want to. If it says his age, it's just going to piss me off for the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm really happy for all lotto winners. I love you all. I really do. But why is it always a really old dude that wins the lottery? Have you noticed that? It's always really old people. It's never, I mean, I know young people have won the lottery before, but the vast majority is like really old people. Damn, man. They're only going to get the joy, the, the money for like four months. It's like a godsmack, isn't it? <laughs> It really is. Like, why is it that only old people win the damn lottery? How old was this guy? A hundred? Pretty amazing, though. Wow. 
playing the same numbers for 30 years, and he won twice. That is nuts. The winning tickets were sold on Lake Avenue in Pueblo at two different stores about a mile apart from each other. Bought one ticket in the morning, one in the evening. Uh, Colorado Lottery received approval earlier this month to process winning tickets worth, oh, wow, this guy won over a million dollars. That's crazy. Twice on the same day. That is astronomical. What, what are the odds of doing it once? Let's see. What are the odds of winning the Powerball jackpot? Let's wait for my damn phone to load it. Did you hear that? Okay, shut up. Quiet! One in 292,201... Wait, oh my God. There's so many numbers, I can't even read it right. One in 292,201,338. That's the odds of winning, winning it once. Just the one. This guy did it twice. Damn. If I was him, I'd go out and buy a lottery ticket. So let's see what's going on. Pentagon officially releases three videos of unexplained aerial phenomenon. This gets me. <laughs> this, kids, makes me laugh. So, the U.S. Navy <sighs> releases three, quote-unquote, UFO videos. Pretty compelling shit. One of them... Now, okay, now listen. Keep in mind, whenever I say UFO... It stands for an unidentified flying object, okay? It doesn't mean it's extraterrestrial. All it means is there's some shit up there that we cannot explain. <laughs> That's all it means. Draw your own conclusions. Could be alien, could be top secret government project. Guess what? We don't know. There's no proof. People who say it's aliens right off the bat need to go work for the History Channel. Hold on, give me have a drink. Because we all know the History Channel believes everything they hear. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's beard had an alien in it. Oh man, I totally believe that. There's no there's no evidence, but you know, aliens. So, yeah, the Navy releases three videos. Pretty compelling shit. I mean, these are these are le legit. I mean, these are actually released from the U.S. Navy. Not some dude on Reddit that said they were released from... These are released by the actual U.S. Navy. And now, um, I mean, uh, it should be monumental, right? But the only places that I've seen this article is on shit like this. The quote-unquote weird news sites, right? Because, I mean, the media, that's all they're going to put it on. But on top of that, our uh, government is really slick. Really slick. So they changed the nomenclature. Now it's unexplained aerial phenomenon. Because, you know, UFO, I guess what I can think of is that there's the, the uh, acronym, the UFO, is so closely, uh, um, <laughs> it's so closely tied to the, you know, extraterrestrial thing. They changed the nomenclature. And uh, this is, you know, damn well, this is not like the government to just release the shit. It's not, man. <laughs> Nick Pope is not our, uh, you know, Secretary of Defense. We're not England. Our government, they've been hiding this shit from day one. And for them to release videos like this and change the acronym, 
really, really weird and kind of disturbing. You know damn well <laughs> that they're hiding stuff way more explosive than this. Um, extraterrestrial, even. I'll even go as far as saying that. <clears throat> Where they, you know, change the acronym, release three shitty videos that look like they came off a radar screen in the 40s. I've seen, you know, uh, photographs taken by citizens back in the 70s that were better looking than the shit that <laughs> the Navy's releasing. Isn't that weird, though? Think about that. Isn't that funky? They changed the acronym. They released three videos just out of nowhere. It's weird, huh? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it makes you think a little bit, doesn't it? And some people are saying, oh, the government's starting to open up about UFOs. No, they're not. No, they're not. Have you forgotten what government this is? <laughs> Have you forgotten what country you live in? The U.S. government does not operate that way, okay? <laughs> they don't. There's something in it for them. They're trying to accomplish something. I guarantee it. Uh, let's see. One-eyed squirrel with Instagram account is returned to nature. <laughs> Cyclops squirrel. And the Cyclops squirrel comes in the night. Cyclops squirrel. That thing's actually kind of cool looking. That's a cool name for a band, too. Squirrel Cyclops. <laughs> That's awesome. That's going to really fuck up my microphone. <laughs> You're going to hear like this big rumble and not even know what it is. <laughs> Try not to freak out at this museum's creepy lockdown challenge. This horse may soon be popping up in your Zoom meetings. I don't care. You hear that? Mm -hmm. Florida, <laughs> Florida police, welcome to see this man at home, blah, blah, blah. What? <laughs> Florida, <laughs> that's pretty balls. That's awesome. I just saw an image of this. I had to click on it. Check this out. <laughs> Welcome, Matt, out of Florida home. Seeks warrant and deputies obliged. After following the Matt's helpful advice, Flagler County Sheriff's deputies allegedly found fentanyl and drug paraphernalia inside the house. These dumb shits <laughs> outside their house. The police weren't even going there. Or were they? Um, let's see. I got to see this. Okay. Um, oh, the home was a part of an investigation into illegal drugs. After seeing the doormat, authorities say the sheriff's office got the warrant. So, okay, these people have a welcome mat out front that says, come back with a warrant. <laughs> if you have drugs in the house, don't have a welcome mat that says, come back with a warrant. <laughs> so, um, Florida, just letting you guys know that you're about to get a few fucking geniuses um, signing up to your penal system here really soon, if they're not in there already. God. You guys in the Florida penal system are about to meet some very interesting people, some really upstanding members of society. I'm sure they will really contribute to your facility. These are the <laughs> welcome mat out front that says, back with a warrant. <laughs> it's that's not balls. It's not. That's just stupid. You guys are daring them, and they have drugs in the house. Come on, <laughs> you, you you have a okay. When you're dealing drugs and shit, that's when you get the Pokemon welcome mat, right? That's when you have the thing with the Charizard in front of it and put the plants outside. You know, make it look all nice like some fucking old lady lives there. When you don't have any drugs in the house, then you get the welcome mat that says "Come back with a warrant." It's called trolling. It's called humor. You're fucking with the police. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. You know what I mean? 
How much time we at? <laughs> 32. All right. Oh, God. We got to find at least one more. We got to bust out one more. Come on. Give me something. Give me something, Internet. <clears throat> give me something. Give me something. Give me something, Internet. <clears throat> Let's go to the Fox News. Weird news page. <laughs> news anchor allegedly caught cheating when half-naked woman walks into a live shot. What? Dude. <laughs> that's awesome. No. We got to see that. Dude, that's cool. <laughs> A Spanish news anchor was accused of cheating on his TV star girlfriend when viewers spotted a semi-naked woman saunter behind him while he was filming a live segment. <laughs> Sweet. Alfonso Merlos, 41, was hosting the uh, Estado de Alarma channel news report from his home amid the coronavirus lockdown when the scantily clad girl walked into the background of the shot. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel bad for his old lady. I don't feel bad for his ass, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> I figured something like that was going to happen eventually. So leave it to uh, El Marco de Madonna Ramona de la Cruz, or whatever his name was, you know, to be the first person to uh, make my dream come true, <laughs> make my inner prophecy a reality. I knew that was going to happen. So the dude's in quarantine. He's doing, he's a news anchor. He's doing a, you know, a broadcast from his home. And uh, he pulls a Sid Barrett. <laughs> You know, and walks this naked-ass woman that's not his wife. <laughs> I would have ran with that. Make it part of the show. <laughs> you know, try to think on your feet, man. At least try, right? Make it look like uh, she's part of the segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, guys. We're going to go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, damn. I wish I'd posted that video. Not because I want to see the naked lady, but because... Oh, um, but because I like news and I'm interested in what's going on in this world, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, but I gotta let you guys go. Um, <laughs> we're about done. Um, take care, okay? Be safe, be fucking smart, all right? Don't do any of the dumb shit that people in Kentucky are doing right now. If you want to know what things those are, just uh, branch out and see what's going on here. So, whatever we're doing. Go ahead and just not do that, <laughs> and you'll be fine. Kentucky's lost its mind. But um, I, uh, yeah, be safe. Okay, be smart. I love you all. I truly do. I love you all. Thanks for coming over here and having fun with me today. Be fancy. We'll see you next week, okay? And, uh, oh, yeah, second part of my announcement. Um, I announced this a little while back, but for fans of my books, I am releasing the Lot 150 Masterpiece Edition. Um, <clears throat> it's funny. A lot of people consider villain to be the cornerstone of my writing career. It wasn't one book. It was, it was kind of four villain, hourglass, the shaman, lot 150. Those four books that I just kind of busted out with, you know, like our, uh, writers do that when they first start, they just explode, you know, with a few books and then it starts to kind of plateau and taper off. But when they first start, you know, they want to, bam, publish all these ideas they've had in their head ever since they've wanted to be a writer. So those first four books I kind of exploded out with. Um, Lot 150, I'm still standing in its shadow. I still, to this day, am. That, that was my fourth novel, came out in 2012. And it has sold more than all of my other books combined. It's had more reviews than all of my other books combined. I am still, to this day, standing in the shadow of Lot 150. So, <laughs> 
Um, <clears throat> back then, I think my typing fingers worked a lot faster than my sense of patience. <laughs> I was always a good storyteller. Lot 150 is a really good story. It is. Editing, formatting, it's a mess. It's a mess. You got to admit it. How it's my most popular book, I have no idea. No clue. But it is. And it's getting the treatment. Um, that one probably deserves it more than any book I've ever made. So the Lot 150 Masterpiece Edition, a complete re-edit, a complete format, brand new introduction. Um, the original's not going out of print. It's not. Um, it's just, despite it being a, a complete fucking mess, people love it. It's my most popular book. I'm not going to do that. And plus all the reviews that it's gotten, it really has bumped me up. So uh, Lot 150. Lot 150. Masterpiece edition. Lot 150 Masterpiece Edition. <clears throat> Coming out really soon, okay? I'm editing it right now. It's going to be awesome. New cover art, new everything. So um, I'll catch you guys later. Like I said, be fancy. I love you all. We'll see you next week. Share. No disclosure, man. Okay? We got to do something in quarantine. Your friends, your family, your Uncle Dennis has to do something in quarantine. Show them no disclosure, man. Spread this shit around. My friends in Australia, South Africa, Canada, Mexico. And here in the U.S. as well. Thank you all for listening. I'm actually bowing right now. I love all of you so much. Your support means everything in the world to me. It truly, truly does. I just bumped the damn microphone. I'll get you guys later. <laughs> okay, see you next week. Bye! Did you know it's the faces here? No disclosure, faces missed. Confiscated evidence. No smoking gun. Nothing